Welcome to the Angels in Politics podcast. This is your host, the White Collar Goon, and I want to bless you with a vignette. I wrote this um, August, no, September, September of last year, and it goes, if you want to find the hammers, you need to hit the gym. You need to hit the gym. You just might find the gems. If you want to find the hammers, you need to hit the gym. You really should hit the gym because you just might find the gems there. If you are looking for the hammers, bro, you need to hit the gym. Dude, you need to hit the gym because you just might find the gyms all right so that's that's something that i think is uh true like when i said you might find the gem i'm in gem like a diamond gem like the the pearl the ruby the sapphire this this the precious uh the precious elements that that we're looking for right so um yeah i think you find a lot of attractive women in gyms or maybe not the specifically the gymnasium like the brick and mortar building but women who are physically fit and exercise and the reason why they're physically fit is because they are active in uh keeping themselves um healthy so to me that i've always found the most attractive women in gyms or the women who i find to be attractive are the ones who work out like you know it's just it's just not like there's no way to go around it it's like yes you will have uh physical impacts and implications that there are physical implications and impacts that will be um, heightened or increased due to how serious and how adamant you are in um, your pursuit of improvement. So stick with it. Stick with it. Stay on top of it. Of course, it's hard. Um, I, I know it's hard. And, you know, I used to play sports growing up and just to try to get off or run, run in a full sprint or, or, or get off on a, a, a you know, to, to play basketball or something to play it to play a pickup game you know a lot of those types of things like you know it, it seems difficult but that's because you haven't been active in a while so you need to stay on top of it all right so let me give you some more of the journals all right journal to confections um i titled this excerpt as back deck woes back deck woes um and yeah this is may september of last year so yeah after guinness a bottle of white Zinfandel and copious Heineken's copious means four, five, maybe six. I'm back in my element, right? I'm back in my element. I'm moving about on the back deck and I'm chatting with my fellow colleagues. I mean, it's becoming much more clear to me that keeping a low profile on the ship just isn't possible for me. Like it's, it's, it's just my genuine personality to be this way. I love to communicate and hang out, but it's time for shit to go down. You know, it's time for it to go down. And I'm not the sit and wait and see kind of guy. When I see something I want, I have to go for it. But I am feeling this woman. And it's not for the obvious reasons of her being attractive. I like the way she moves, honestly. Um... I like the way she moves. I, I I think she's mature. I 
I mean, she smokes like a dragon and she has a bit of a potty mouth, but I like it. <laughs> I actually like it. She's very pretty and she doesn't do things for the attention. She's very consistent. She handles herself well in the public. She handles herself well in public and she has a genuinely nice personality. So uh, that was the end of that. But I don't, <laughs> as I'm reading that, I don't really know who I am picturing <laughs> whenever i wrote that in mind I, I don't know who i had in mind whenever i wrote that so let's see the next excerpt comes from september 13th 2018 so i had a few words with my this is in quotations wife last night and i think she's funny she's been tricking motherfuckers with her name tag and she's been acting like i don't know her but i do I could have misread her name tag, but I highly doubt it. Either way, I really, really want her to be my girlfriend. There's a song by, I think, the classic artist, Carly Rae Jepsen, who says, I really, 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 really like you. And um, even even though I hadn't spent time with Homegirl and really gotten to know Homegirl, her aesthetics made me feel somewhat like that song by Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm thinking about asking her out during a port day so we can have some fun together, you know? But I don't know her intentions. I want Anna, that's her name, but I also want the other woman. And now that I mention that, I can't forget old girl, so I'm not sure how all of this is going to play out. We'll see. Go The next excerpt, this is 9, uh, September 14th, 2018. It's a turnaround day. Turnaround day is the last day of the cruise, or the first day of the new cruise, something like this. It's a turnaround day, and I've been up since 5.45 a.m. for a debark. Debark means helping the current guests on the ship get off of the cruise ship because their vacation is over, and then we help the new guests get on the ship because their vacation is just starting all right so i've been recovering from a i don't know what the fuck this is but my nose is on fire i can only breathe out of one nostril and it's been bringing my spirits down lower <laughs> it's been it's been bringing my spirits down lower than my cpass account and my cpass is the <laughs> is the car that I, that you use on the ship to pay for things pay for your food well you don't pay for food but pay for drinks pay for things like that so put it this way because i went to the bar every day my cpass account was always in the negative so i just can't seem to shake it but i'm i'm in the back deck every night which is the bar and uh but this week i'm gonna lay low on the I'm going to lay low on the real. I'm going to come up with a strategy to come up mathematically, as my man Ross would say. I need to continue with channeling my energy because as of late, I have been releasing that motherfucker with a game face. I can't tell you if it's hurting or helping me, but it's been going down either way. On the bright side, when I say I've been releasing the energy, that, that means like whenever I first got on the ship, I wasn't masturbating. I wanted to 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 keep that creative, um, divine energy, sexual industry, uh, sexual energy. I wanted to keep that in my body so I can allow that to permeate through my physical being, you know, and allow that to manifest and grow. But um, 
when I said I was releasing it, it wasn't releasing it with any woman. I was I was releasing that through the manual hand up and down the shaft motion in the bedroom and I have roommates so I mean I'm pretty sure it wasn't comfortable for him uh, to be in the room with that going down but hey you got to get it how you live um I engaged on the bright side I engaged in some lucid dreaming today actually it was magnificent because I was able to control myself and my actions whilst in the dreamlike state I wasn't fully under and submerged in my subconscious, but I wasn't laying there daydreaming with my eyes closed either. Like it, it was a, it was a happy, it was a nice balance. I, I'm in my dream. Well, in my dream, I was on another cruise ship, and I was, of course, going around and talking to people, hanging, hanging around the casinos and seeing where various shows, seeing the various shows that take place. Um, it was cool being in full control. I ended up asking this girl in my department, uh, was she cheating? <laughs> I ended up asking this girl in my department, would she cheat on her boyfriend if she knew that he wouldn't find out or if she knew that she wouldn't get caught? She shook her head as to signal no, but her mouth said, of course, I found that to be interesting all right let me read that again i ended up asking this girl in my department would she cheat on her boyfriend if she knew that she wouldn't get caught and she shook her head as if to signal no but she silently moved her mouth and said of course i don't know i find that to be interesting women young ladies uh, political family how do you feel about that if you are with your significant other, boyfriend, uh, some guy that you're dating, somebody you like, and you have an opportunity, well, you have opportunities all the time, but let's say there's an opportunity, and for a fact, 100%, this guy won't find out, your boyfriend won't find out, you're not going to tell him, nobody else will figure it out because you're in a location or in an environment in which it won't get back to him. Do you still... All right, do you play it safe? Do you do you do you involve yourself in the act? Do you do you refuse his advancements? What is the what, what would you do? Tell me. Last night I had a legitimate nightmare. I was incredibly ill, like bedridden, bedridden. <laughs> With this disease that caused me to have blackish slash grayish scales coming out of my body. And it was designed in a T-like shape, like a capital T, that spread from like the top of my chest that went down my abdomen. It was all across my torso, down my abdomen and arms. And it looked like a hideous fungus from like some medieval futuristic tv show or something it was it was it was medieval but at the same, well just a medieval tv show it, it was like almost like a cartoon type of disease like what was on my body didn't look real it, it looked like something out of an animation but it literally was like growing out of my skin like scales and almost like a mario type of mushroom that sprouts out after you step on it and it goes away like it was something like that it was it was weird the wild thing was, 
what was attached to my stomach. It was it was like some bright red bug, bug looking things like ladybugs slash crabs. There was these ladybugs like crab like things with yellow spots on them and they were attached to my stomach. It looked like plastic toys for kids that were placed very neatly in a row on my abs, like on my abdomen. But these shits were like stuck on my skin. Like it, they were, it looked like they were strategically placed, but they, they were, they were stuck on my skin. Like they grew from out of me. It was devastating. And I was being tended to by my mother. We were in some cottage style home in what looked like a rural part of Europe as I'm writing this, my skin is in chills and my skin is crawling just thinking about it. The next part of my dream takes place in a far off land. I was out visiting my homeboy Lou and he's somewhere in the Polynesian Islands. All I recall is me being at a gas station or some sort of local grocer and pulling my car up, which was my mom's old Toyota Camry from the early 90s. So I pull up to the front um, and he's telling me I couldn't park right there in some parking lot. So as I went to get back in my car, it refused to start. My car refused to, to crank. It was like my battery was dead and I was in need of a jump. So I think I think that's like a I don't know. I mean, that's where the dream stopped. I I. I drive up to see my homie he's somewhere in some parking lot i park my car and i get out and he's like oh no don't don't park there you got to park somewhere else and i literally get back in the in the car and it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't crank in anything and i'm like damn i need to jump and i think that's a metaphor to where i am in life it's like <laughs> it's like in life right now i needed a jump that's in quotation marks but like like an internal pick me up or I need some type of jolt of energy to or I needed some type of awakening to boost me, to boost my energy, something something to electrify me. I, I, I need a jump like <laughs> I need a jump in more ways than one. I need a jump like an internal pick me up. But I also need to jump like a freak, like a, like a freak who's down for whatever, like like a girl who's down to do whatever to get my mind off of non-constructive behavior i i used to call them freaks back in the day but now i'm at a stage in life whereby i don't even know what what that is like i don't even know what that means anymore what is a quote-unquote freak i've hit a rough patch in my life when it comes to being intimate so to speak i used to always have something on the vine um i used to always i used to always have something on the line i used to always have uh, some type of uh, communication with a significant other at all times, but it's been far and uh, it's been far. Oh yeah, it's been far and way too few in between over the past couple of years. I truly believe it's time for a change. I know. White collar has the goon, you know, that's in him. Like the goon is always going to be in me. But but Gabriel, Gabriel needs a girl like like white collar has the goon. But Gabriel needs a girl like 
something on lock, something consistent. I need something straight the fuck up. I mean, I'll be lying to myself if I were to say that I have a definite pick because it's not true. You know, like my mind wonders and I find plenty women attractive on the ship. But as soon as as soon as I have my mindset on one, another one appears and my, you know, sexual desires kick kicks in. This is why I need to get a proper relationship. I need to calm my nerves and start moving like moving like I'm supposed to move. I'm out here hunting and making aggressive plays when it's not necessary. I need to be in position of power. I need to be in a position of power. I need to keep the low profile. I need to execute when the time is right. Good. Um, well, I don't think I wrote what, uh, um, I'll finish this last part off. Did you know, whilst on the ship, I, I had a title and it was an unofficial title because I work with kids, but my unofficial title after, after hours, when I was at the bar was the back deck supervisor. Before I was the back deck supervisor, I was a back deck intern, and my homegirl was a supervisor, but then she left, or she signed off, and then I became the back deck supervisor. And what does it take, or what do you need to do to be a, a, the, the supervisor of the bar? What, what, is, what, is a, what does the back deck supervisor do? And really, that person is just there every day, and he's just making sure that everybody is getting hammered and getting trashed and enjoying their inebriated or inebriated state. Okay, that's what the back deck supervisor does. All right, so let me finish this up. So rumor has it that I'm... What did I... Okay, yeah, the back deck supervisor. So rumor has it that I'm that nigga in these streets. Shaking my head. Only if you knew, but yes, my homegirl, Yulia, that's the girl I mentioned before, has bestowed a new position unto me, and I have accepted the promotion. All right. As back deck supervisor, I will keep a low key profile whilst being on a good. I don't even know what that word says. With the crew. With the crew and staff that frequent the back deck. I guess uh, having a good rapport with the crew and staff that frequent the back deck. Uh, being friendly hasn't been an issue with me, uh, but perhaps reeling in the friendliness is where I'm having trouble. As a supervisor of the back deck, I need to stay on top of my shit. Uh, last night, I was going to only pop out for one or two, and that easily turned into a six-pack of Guinness. Easily. By the end of that night, I was pulling up on some of my homegirls who could, <laughs> I was pulling up on some of my homegirls who could easily catch this work. I mean, I was invited, or let's be honest, I kind of followed them inside, <laughs> followed them inside to to play this card game called um, Exploding Cats or Exploding Kittens, whatever it's called, and it was interesting enough. The funny thing was how <laughs> people murked after it was over it was like yo i mean old girl left (laughs) old girl left with her ice skating buddy and the ice captain was packing up the game and half of the bottle of wine so and she was packing up her wine so fast 
if you were to blink, you would have missed that she left. It was like she didn't want to spend any time with me. She didn't want to sit down and converse with me further. It was almost as if she like ran away from me in the corner where we were all sitting as if I was a leper. I honestly don't know what day it is, but last night was mad real, meaning I got fucked up low-key and high-key. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get messy, but mm, low-key I did. Um, I did have the door slammed in my face whilst attempting to walk a girl into her room last night. Um meaning that I wasn't successful, and as I make my way back to my own dorm at 3 or 4 in the morning, my card was deactivated due to my name tag being in my pocket, which led to my subsequently, or me subsequently, urinating slash pissing my ass off in the corridor behind the ice machine directly in front of my room. Like, understand, like, if security or any person from the ship would have seen that I would have been on my first, I would have been on the first flight home the next morning. Uh, they would, they would have had me packed up and, and gone the next morning. One for unsanitary reasons and two because of just public intoxication. And I am a threat, not only to other people, but a threat to myself and my, I'm a danger to my own health. Right. So, I mean, I literally dropped down, Red wine, white wine, rosé. I mean, these cups, I was I was drinking these cups like it was like Kool-Aid. I must have drank a bottle in under 30 minutes, a bottle of wine, easy, in under 30 minutes. Then it goes into rum shots, Jaeger shots. I'm sipping tequila sunrises. I'm having Guinnesses and Heineken's like, like, like they're soda on top of the bottle to two bottles of wine that I consumed prior to that. Dude, if it what dude, if it went down last night. Dude, I mean it did go down last night. It went down last night. The highlight or the low point was my conversation with my colleague slash good friend Rosie. Last week I kicked off and it wasn't warranted. I mean I guess I was just in a I was in a drunken state, but then I wasn't happy with where I was internally. So I guess I was frustrated with my lack of progress. Not, I guess I was, I was frustrated with my lack of progress with women and I took it out on her. So she told me something very important last night. She told me that I'm relatively easy on the eyes and that's all well and good, but she wouldn't fuck with me if I was the last guy on the ship by the way I treat women and perhaps it was just my mindset on women and um, that really stuck with me because it's the truth you know like you guys like to hear that they're handsome guys like to hear that women you know are keen on their you know their aesthetics but if with all that said and done and she's like bro like don't come near me oh I wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole and it's like well damn what's the six pack for and like what 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 have I what I've been going to the gym for? Like you know what what's the what's the point what's the point of me doing all of this if you know women aren't responsive to it? So look into it. Um, I think I'm gonna have to change the game up. It's obvious that my 
in quotation marks, game <laughs> isn't working anymore, especially whilst I'm at the bar. So I think I need to cultivate the daytime approach or as I used to call it day game. I I just saw this astonishing woman in the staff mess messes the, the cafeteria and I asked her what department she worked in. The fact of the matter is the energy and approach would have been different if it was late and I was drinking, you know? So it's like just just the fact of just talking to people during the daytime uh, when you're when you don't have whiskey in your hand, you know, that that can really change the dynamics of one how you appear to her and two how she receives you. So that's really important. The <laughs> the thirst continuum is a is a real concept, right? It's a real concept. So much so that the only way to sh- <laughs> All right, the thirst continuum is a real concept. So much so that the only way to shake it is to come the fuck up in these streets. And it's seeming further than ever than before for me personally. Uh, women can, uh, women can, (laughs) women can sense when a dude is thirsty or in my case, keen, like keen as fuck. And to a point there should have been deals that I've, (laughs) and to a point there should have been deals that I, that I should have closed a while ago, but you can't cry over spilled milk. It's just this. I can't help my outgoing personality. It's like the fire. It's like the, the nine-tailed fox spirit is, is in me, just like Naruto. And I can't seem to shake it or, or it, it just it just doesn't it just I can't that, that flame in me doesn't subside when I see the gold. And the gold is another word for a gem or a dime or just you know, uh, a woman that I find attractive to my own personal taste, right? I feel like I'm trapped in this pattern of behavior and the only way I can fix it is if I start taking some shit down. Like that I mean that's that's the only way I get out of get out of the thirst continuum is unless I start taking something down. Like my man Lou told me, be careful what you wish for and I am and but I have to be real with myself. I can't I can't I can't blame shit on the Asian culture anymore. Nor can I use this oh the East Coast girls or the Virginia girls ain't shit either. Like I can't say that, dude. Like after five years of qualitative and quantitative data, it is confirmed that the problem is me, solely me, only me, my roommates, my homies, my random acquaintances who I've met along the way. All all of them are more successful with women than I am. So what is the solution? I ask myself. I need to repro- I need to reprogram how I see women. I need to start thinking about how to connect with them emotionally rather than physically. I must want to get to learn how that person thinks rather than wait for the sexual tensions to spill over into the bedroom. I must learn to pay attention to her emotional nuances. I need to refrain. 
I need to refrain from the physical and focus on the mental. It's it's now it's time now to take it up a notch and finally mature into a man. I think it's time for confections. It's time for psychology. You know? I bet you know. White collar gun.